Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, July 19th, 2022. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. <coughs> those, those of you watching the show on the Twitter, the Book of Face, and YouTube, please give us the five-star review or subscribe, etc. That stuff really helps us. Boy, what an eventful few days. And has been on the recruiting trail, obviously, since last Tuesday when we spoke to Dwayne, who is here. Dwayne, how goes it? Oh, I'm looking at a beautiful sunrise. So uh, the dogs are running in and out. It's uh, it's a beautiful start to the day. It does promise to be nice in Ohio for today and through the rest of the week. So there is some positivity there. And Ohio State has had some success on the recruiting trail in the last week, and we will get to that. But the news of the day, or at least yesterday, was Tackett Curtis, linebacker from many Louisiana. He made quite a splash here among the Bucknutters with his highlight video we discussed ad nauseum. He became the extreme focus of Jim Knowles early in the recruiting process. However, he whittled it down to a group of three, Wisconsin, Ohio State, and USC. And yesterday, he chose USC. I wasn't surprised when he actually made the announcement because we had been tipped off. But this recruitment took a turn down the stretch, and USC pulled it out, Dwayne. Are you surprised, and how do you feel about it? Uh, yeah, I am surprised. I thought this kid was, uh, you know, we just had him. Uh, penciled in here. Uh, good thing we didn't use ink. We just thought for sure he was in this class. Uh, he was saying all the right things. He kept coming up here. Uh, brought his, uh, I know his mom and dad, and I think his sister or somebody up for his visit. And usually, when they start bringing family along, uh, you can you can start feeling good about your chances. Uh, so yeah, I was a little bit surprised at that. Um, you know, as far as uh. Uh, you know, it's disappointment, but it's not a loss, Dan. We, we're a two-linebacker team now. We're not going to see three linebackers on the field very often. It's mostly going to be two. And we've got, if you include Sonny Styles as a linebacker, we've got 11 linebackers for two spots. Uh, that No. <laughs> we, we've got plenty of linebackers, and we just come off this class uh, wait till you people see C.J. Hicks. He's going to be special. You got powers. You got styles. We're coming off a class that is uh, these guys are going to be uh, uh, 
good memories for Buckeye fans uh, years from now. They're, they're really good football players. So, you know, it's you don't want to – any extremely talented kid, you want to get as many as possible. But, uh, you know, it, it, it was only going to be a plus uh, to get Tackett Curtis. Yeah, we'll discuss this as when we take questions. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be plenty on this. But my concern is they just spent a lot of time recruiting him and didn't get him. So it's wasted resources. Another guy they didn't get that I'll tell you this. I think this is acceptable to say on the airwaves. I said this to Bill Curlick. Justice Haynes committing to Alabama was the first time this recruiting cycle I felt like I got kicked in the nuts. I was surprised. I was disappointed. Um, I really thought they were going to get Justice Haynes to go with Mark Fletcher. They didn't. And he went to Alabama, which all signs pointed to him going to Georgia, I thought. Well, who knows? It's disappointing. And let's be clear on this. When people choose Alabama, you got to take it with a grain of salt because um, they are running number one right now. There's no argument with that on the recruiting trail and on the field. So disappointing. Your thoughts on Justice Haynes running to Tuscaloosa? <laughs> well, you know, I've been been uh, talking about this since uh, this class first started to come together. Uh, there were four bell cow backs in this class, four mm-hmm. guys that you could turn around, hand the ball to uh, 25 times a game, and and uh, uh, you're probably going to win a lot of football games just on what those guys can do, the impact they have on a game. Uh, we had a, a, a relationship with three of them and ended up getting none of them. I really wanted Haynes. I wanted uh, Richard Young, um, but Haynes would have been just as good. I mean, the, he's one of those four. And did we ever even get him on campus? I don't remember. Uh, uh, Bill we Wright, did. He uh, came up for a visit. Uh, after visit. Well, I, I really thought that, that we would um, – have a, have a real shot at him, you know, to come in here behind Henderson and be the next. And, you know, after seeing Henderson go uh, high in the draft, yeah, I, I, I hate losing. I hate losing him. Uh, to me, he's definitely, with the depth chart, he's definitely the, uh, uh, the bigger loss than uh, Tackett Curtis. So Here's one thing, um, yeah. Here's one thing I'll say, Dwayne. Hopefully now we can revive things with Richard Young. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but here's one thing I will say. They're not going to get Richard Young, I don't think. Running back is a position I absolutely think you can go into the transfer portal and get someone who's excellent. Um, We haven't necessarily had to do that, but there's no doubt in my mind they could go into the transfer portal and get a guy I think, you know, we talked about how it's tough to get an offensive lineman to come here because you can't guarantee him a starting spot. With a running back, I think you could get an elite guy to come here and be part of a platoon. And there are some running backs who are late bloomers. That's a weird position. Um, I think there are plenty of guys playing at smaller schools that could come in and do well at Ohio State. Will they be Travion Henderson or Justice Haynes? I don't know, but I do think that's a position they can fortify given the fact they have Fletcher in the mix. All right, let's talk about one more guy who's on the fence here, Caleb Downs. We feel like he's the biggest need among remaining players in some cases. I would actually say probably defensive end Mateo Uyungle would be that guy. But 
Caleb Downs is apparently, according to Steve Wiltfong, favoring Alabama. Shocker. But Ohio State is making a late push. Where would you rank Downs in terms of need compared to your need factor ratings for Curtis and Haynes that you had? Oh, he's number one. With what we know, (coughs) excuse me, what we know about Knowles is safeties are very important to his scheme. We are cornerback university. We are not safety university. We have not been producing. We've got Malik Hooker. Uh, We've got some guys that have banged around the league for a while. But uh, we have not been producing elite safeties. And the way Knowles runs his defense, we're going to need to produce elite safeties. Uh, and getting Downs is one of the best. He and, and Wonka, what was a kid from Iowa? And Xavier Wonka. Those, those two guys are the best safeties we've seen in a few years. Okay. Uh, those two. Uh, he and Downs and him are, are two guys that uh, um, they were just special. So, uh, you know, to both of them, two years in a row, we, we – we need to get ones in here. We need to find a way. Okay, let's talk about something super positive now. Ohio State added Jelani Thurman over the weekend, the tight end from Georgia. This is a guy, I mean, I, what's going on at Georgia to that they let this guy leave the state and they've had several other guys leave the state. Our guy, Jay Book, I had a tweet about this recently. If you go look at the top 10 players in the state of Georgia, it looks like a uh, advertisement for college football logos from different schools. They're all over the place. This guy, talent-wise, I'd be hard pre- – I mean, Jeremy Ruckert was obviously the most heralded prospect they've gotten at tight end. You're talking about a guy who out at the Elite 11 and was the best player on the field one day. Thurman fits to me, as people know, I'm borderline obsessed now with taking professional athletes' children. Um, And Jelani Thurman is a double whammy. Odell Thurman, you all remember, played at Georgia and was a tremendous linebacker for Cincinnati. And um, Jelani's mom is Kara Braxton, a uh, dominant big who played Georgia basketball and in the WNBA, so... His future is extremely bright, and you can just watch the clips to see it. You're going to get, uh, put it this way, I have Mark Porter's uh, commitment evaluation on Thurman coming later today, and the name Ricky Dudley comes up. Your thoughts on the addition of Jelani Thurman at tight end? Uh, There's no question he's the most athletic kid to come into this program. Makes sense, Ricky Dudley. Yeah, he's he's as athletic as Rucker was. This kid's another level. He has such he plays the game like an ex receiver. He's just so big and so athletic, and he can run. And you know he he makes those kind of catches. You don't have to hit him in the chest with it. It he is uh, one that could go up and uh, climb a ladder and go get ball and and make those kind of athletic plays that that uh, we see out of the, this uh, 
elite crop of wide receivers that we have here. Uh, just, I was shocked to hear him coming in, um, but that's a huge get. Absolutely naked jaunt kid, uh, very special football player. Yeah, upside-wise, you can't have a higher upside at his position. I'm not saying he's Kyle Pitts. I'm not sure he's that kind of a twitchy, but uh, you talk about a guy who he's going to add 30 to 40 pounds in the weight room and be able to be in line and split out um, the length, everything. Like we said, the athletic pedigree, just a huge pickup. Jelani Thurman and Ty Lockwood in one class. I got to go back and look. Might be their best tight end haul ever, two guys in one class. We're going to take a quick break for those listening to the podcast. Come back and tackle your questions. So there'll be some common names coming up here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we are back, and we're just going to take this from the top and take some of it we've probably touched on a little bit. I will handle as many of these as I can and turn to Dwayne when I need to. Tom Pauly asks, with Tackett Curtis going to USC, who do you think will be our next linebacker target? I think the most likely guy to join the fold is Arvell Reese, linebacker out of Glenville. I think behind closed doors, Ohio State had him ranked higher than Tackett Curtis. Don't tell anybody I said that. Secondly, the guy that I think they're looking at is, I'm looking to my left here so I can read his name. I should, Darian Gallette, linebacker out of Texas. If you look at his profile, which I'm doing right now, he has three warm schools. Ohio State, Texas, and Texas A&M. I am told the latter two home state schools have a better chance to get him, but we will see. Yisakakar LG. Very <clears throat> wonderful poster and asks a lot of questions. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, sir. My question is, how do you think Jim Knowles will be as a recruiter? And I think this is a show-me year for our defense. The high school prospects want to see how his defense looks. I think that's a fair statement. It's very hard to judge someone as a recruiter this early in the game. Obviously, his effort to get Tackett Curtis, not fruitful. So that's going to be held against him. But I think it's just a little bit early to judge that. And I think you bring up a really good point there in that let's see this defense on the field. Lest we forget Ohio State's defense did not have a strong showing uh, last year. So. You can sell kids on coming in and rebuilding and being the key pieces on the rebuild, but I think you're better off showing them they can really get it done, and that will be next to go. All right. Da, da, da. The linebacker hall, Nick Stamen. The linebacker hall last year was pretty amazing. So I think OSU can miss this year but not miss next year. Dwayne basically said as much. All right. This is a good point here by KMW. As the old saying goes, winning takes care of a lot of things. Buckeyes start winning with good defensive showing the recruits will commit. I think that's a, a fair statement. And like you said, it kind of piggybacks on the statement before that, which is 
Ohio State was not good on defense. We need to see them do that. Can you recruit guys to say you'll be the reason we rebuild and you're the reason we come back? Yes. But we've seen you're better off just pumping guys into the NFL and um, going from there. Besides Arvell Reese, what's still on the table at linebacker? Miney Ja, we already answered that. Darian Gallette out of Texas. But is it possible to trade a wide receiver for a highly ranked offensive tackle? No. Brass tax. We're not getting Richard Young. Cancel Christmas on that. We're not getting downs. Alabama money. Everybody's got the money now. I think uh, to say to sway to say that um, money swayed someone to go to Alabama. I'm not going to go there. Um, Alabama is undeniably the number one football school right now. I do think Ohio State is pretty undeniably number two, but. We'd be foolish to think that uh, people aren't panning back and seeing Alabama as the number one program. They've earned it. Okay. Dwayne. If Jim Knowles gets safeties that fly like literal silver bullets and take out anything crossing the field or running upfield, we will be set. Delivering the boom heard across the stadium. Given that, are you comfortable with what Ohio State has at safety? given the fact that this whole team is pretty much based on safety when it comes to defense. I, I like what we have right now. I think we've got a, uh, we've got a, a, a good collection of guys. Uh, getting Proctor back is huge. At least we've got a veteran who can call the defense. Uh, uh, this is something you've mentioned before, Dan, about how things were different when Fuller was back there, you know, you didn't see him making a whole lot of big plays. The defensive back is organized. Uh, and, and that is so having veteran Proctor uh, is going to help. And we got a young guy that I, that I want to see. I want to, I want these guys football field. You knew it was going to happen eventually people. Dwayne's technical difficulties kicked in. It looks like he's got about, let's say, 16 and a half minutes of good technical performance, and then we kind of pitch out after that to finish what he was saying. A cerebral safety in the back is one of the most underrated aspects of a great defense. Um, The NFL certainly didn't know Jordan Fuller well enough. I believe he was a seventh-round draft pick. And I think he's the captain of a Super Bowl winning defense. So pretty strong. Nick Stamen, fast and furious today. Proctor, Hickman, and the McAllister going to be great to watch this year. I agree. And I tell you what, I think those three are going to be, not only are they solid football players, I do think all very, very smart players. So I think they're going to pick up on the defense real quickly. And given the fact it's a new system that has the safety thriving, I wouldn't be surprised if those three guys really get off to a nice start too, which is key for a defense to get some momentum early. We saw what happened when Oregon came calling and your defense can generate some negative momentum. Um, Challenging. We're getting some negativity towards Tony Alford. I get that. Um, 
lest we forget, Tony went through some serious criticism with the Bijan Robinson commitment to Texas after we all thought he was coming here. And he backed that up by adding Travion Henderson and Evan Pryor and Mayan Williams, etc. I have no fear in Tony Alford. Running back is a different kind of position. Like I said, I'm very confident they go into the transfer portal and get someone quality. If you look at what, um, for example, Alabama went in and got Jameer Gibbs this year. If Ohio State has an opening, they'll be able to fill it with an elite back. I'm confident of that. Running back recruiting has always been kind of goofy. So uh, I agree with Lindy Lynn's Breezy. Fire Tony is going too far. That's crazy talk. Um, and I also don't think it's any chance it's going to happen. So that's good for Tony and uh, his financial people. I tell you what, we're going to cut the show off there. We appreciate everybody stopping by. Sorry for those technical difficulties down the stretch. Keep it locked on Bucknuts, people. Mark Porter has done a commitment review and evaluation on Jelani Thurman, and it is impressive. It will be up on the site here in about an hour, let's say 11 a.m. or was it 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right now? It'll be up there about 10 a.m. We appreciate everybody. We appreciate everybody stopping by. Have a great day, Bucknutters. I told you imaginary friends are real. This is just so exciting. This Friday, get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan-Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski.